Welcome to Marketing Blend, where I bring you guys all of great things about marketing, little tips, tricks, and obviously the news, because you also need to hear about that. All right, Google I.O. conference started today with a bang. And the great thing is, we're going to talk about later, but uh, Firebase is going to be really interesting for marketing people, PR people, social media people that are in more of the app development side of marketing and just apps in general in the industry. So it has some interesting things to watch. I will get into a little bit more, but let's get on with the actual marketing news that's going on because there are some stuff that's going on. First off, there's two interesting things that are going on, on Twitter. One is embedded uh, ads in the tweets so you can actually embed the ads in the tweets so that's going to be an interesting way of advertising maybe a little bit better tools because i don't really like tools with twitter very at all really i tried it did not like it tried it a couple times to get it to work it apparently didn't work and i was like I'm, I'm, i've spent an hour on this and i've gotten nowhere thanks twitter thanks for your tools that don't really work especially when you're posting pictures uh, but yeah, this should help, hopefully help speed up, maybe make ads a little bit better. The other thing, and this is a big thing, is Twitter's considering moving uh, links and pictures from uh, the character limit on tweets. So that means longer tweets, unfortunately, at symbols are still going to be a part of it in hashtags. But at least we get two things out of it because we like to, well, I like to post things. We like to put pictures or some type of clickable icon link to it and so that's a little bit of an extra incentive to well hopefully write a little bit longer in your tweets the unfortunate and the bad side effect that could happen is that people could just link stuff in their tweets because there is no limit so I'm hoping that someone doesn't do that and then put like 50 links in the tweet because there is no limit or Twitter just adds a limit to how many links you can put in a tweet, which would be another great thing as well. So I would kind of monitor it. I do hope they put a limit on how many links you can put in the tweet. I would say two the most, uh, but no more than two, uh, just because you shouldn't have more than one anyways. But, you know, some spammy uh, account would actually do that. Also, there is new Twitter data that shows that most tweets from brands, publishers, and celebrities all contain links. Yes, according to data found that mm, tweets with links from brands is 71.8% and without is 29.2% and I'm one of those. Hey, gotta get you over to, to my thing. <laughs> uh, and then for celebrities, about half and half. So some do have links, some don't. Uh, for publishers, well, it's overwhelmingly yeah they just like it like crazy 91% have links and 9% do not have links which is not a big, big of a shocker thing is that why so many of the tweets have links is because they're trying to get you to well get over to their article that's why they do that uh, some brands don't do it some brands just put on it with Starbucks being one of them which they just have cold brew with a picture but you can also just go to one of their stores and buy this and you know where where a, a starbucks is uh for 
just publishers in general, yes, we really want you to go to the place that we need you to go, especially for events, to sign up for events, because you can't really sign up through Twitter, because Twitter doesn't allow you to do that quite yet. But the thing is, is that links are the way of doing it. Now, you can vary it up, and I would say vary it up uh, if you're a brand or a publisher. You know, do a link every once in a while, but also do like a Twitter poll or have a funny GIF about something that's going on that's major or something like that. But yeah, it's going to happen. There's going to be a ton of links because we want you to go wherever we want you to go. And Twitter is the means to the end to get you to go where you're going to go. If they actually did this for Facebook, you probably would see that almost the same, uh, except for a little difference in that they would probably upload the video. They would upload the videos now natively through Facebook video, maybe, depending on if, because you don't really get any money from it. Uh, but there would be a little bit difference, but I don't think there would be a huge discrepancy with publishers and brands having links for things. Maybe they would have pictures actually natively in there, and it wouldn't actually be, it would probably be less link-y. I'm trying to find a word for it. But to be honest, brands, publishers are always trying to get you to go back to their site because that's where they make the money they don't make the money off Twitter Twitter's got nothing for them uh, so it should be interesting to see if Twitter can change this around and make it a little bit more interactive and maybe less linky I don't know why I keep on liking to say linky linky yay but yeah uh, consider that as well consider that part of your strategy maybe put less links into it and maybe put more pictures with no links and have comparisons, maybe some more polls, maybe some gifts about type of day or trending topic, whatever. But that's what it is for Twitter because Twitter is very short. You can't really say that much. And that's probably why the link explosion is more prevalent on Twitter than everybody else because of that. All right. Now, Google Spaces is the new, it's the new messaging social media group messaging app from Google because they're always trying to either compete with their own stuff which is always weird to me that's another thing I really want to talk about later on and uh, you know hopefully they don't have the same fate as Google Plus and Buzz because most people are just calling them a failure in and of themselves now I did open one up for myself. I actually like it. I think it's pretty cool. I like kind of how you can put different categories and then invite people to it, change the categories if you want to, but it kind of makes it a really inter interactive, fun way. You don't have to change um, from app to app to do it. It's all nice in the beginning because it's all pristine. No one knows really how to use it quite yet and that type of thing. Uh, for brands, if it gets popular, I could see it working out very well because you can post links videos for mobile only and uh, and do a whole bunch of different things with it now like I said before this is them trying to do something trying to get into the social media sector without it being a complete failure they haven't actually done it right quite yet but that's not saying they can't find a way of doing it like I said there's a group messaging app where you can share links, pictures, videos, only mobile. And uh, for brands, if this actually gets, well, pretty good, this could actually be another gateway to connect with your customers on very specific things and even figure out which customers 
are liking which category you're you're a part of or which demographic or which genre whatever you're actually doing you can segment it out from each of your sectors well, especially if you're a big company uh, and see which where your customers lie and maybe this will gain a little bit more insight to your customer because that's always what it's about understanding your customer that's what it's all about yes uh, so let's go on to Facebook now Facebook is doing something interesting where you can record and share videos as comments and the reason why I put this in here is because that could actually directly change how people interact with your brand too. Now they can put more video messages where you can find a context of why they're so upset with you. Or they can just do a very long rant with a video, which you'll have to deal with as well. But there is a new video exchange that they are testing out. And if it goes well, it'll probably be launched to everybody. And so brands will have to figure out what is going on how are they going to interact with it and if they're going to have a dedicated video spokesperson to comment on each of them as well this could actually be a really good thing to humanize your brand as well so i would try to find ways if this actually goes to figure out a way to humanize your brand with a spokesperson the point person to this could be the ceo could be some random person that actually has a great voice and can uh, empathize with people a lot better than other people. It doesn't sound like a monotone that he's asking where Bueller is for attendance. Yes, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I just made a reference to that. If you don't know what that is, uh, Netflix it or try to find a way to you know rent it. Uh, but anyways, yes, it's an interesting thing. They're doing that and they're also testing out with a patent for uh, personalizing emojis which is another interesting thing to pop up. So marketing-wise, if they can open this up and kind of let, let you do it yourself, that's interesting. However, for this one specifically, uh, brands are going to have to adapt to uh, video comments as well and maybe hear some shouting if they're upset with you, uh, which I would just then press the mute button and go mute. Uh, but if it's legitimate concerns and they're doing a video, I would actually listen to them and maybe reply with a video as well. Like I said before, this could be a really great way to humanize your brand and actually have inflection and tone and maybe not so many miscommunications and errors with because written word is written word and there's a lot of things that are taken off of written word. And so, like I said, it's interesting to see what they're actually doing. Uh, I, Facebook is always about the big, huge push into video and this is just another way of doing it, especially with live and just their video platform in general. So you should uh, you should keep an eye on that. All right, this is not really a marketing thing or could actually be more of a PR crisis type thing, but fortunately the data breach from LinkedIn in 2012 had caught more than 117 million uh, accounts, that's passwords, things that you don't want anybody else to have. And unfortunately, uh, someone's selling it on the dark web for five bitcoins, which is about $2,200. Uh, unfortunately, this is a very large data breach and they've cracked a lot of the encryption that LinkedIn already had. So it doesn't mean it's the strongest encryption. 
Unfortunately, like I said before, the unfortunate thing about this is that yours could be compromised, and I would find a way to. I would, to be honest, I would just change your password. That's the best way of doing it. If you don't change your password, things can go awry. It could suck. Uh, like I said before, it's pretty nefarious. Uh, I would put, and LinkedIn has two-step, uh, two-step verification, which basically means two-factor verification, which means that if someone tries to log in, they have to uh, text this into your phone, and then you have to input a code to gain access to it, and that would be another great way of having it too. It's just another extra safeguard. It could be a little extra annoying. Like I said, protect yourself, especially LinkedIn, because you don't want anybody that's not you posting things that you don't or are not saying. And then going, I didn't say that. Who's posting in my thing? Who's doing it? All right. Now, there's an in, there's interesting uh, research out there about the surprising truth of what you should post on LinkedIn. Um, now there's a great thing about posting viral content and having that kind of like catch a wow factor. Making it personal content makes more sense. So kind of kind of making your own. Um, basically, personal po posts matter more than just kind of marketing speak in general. Kind of like I said before, humanizing your brand through LinkedIn is probably the best way of doing it. Uh, other things is. Make yourself likable on LinkedIn. Like it's literally the basis of social media on this. There's no difference really, except for just LinkedIn can be made for business, but you still have to humanize who you are so people will follow you and like you as well. Because the more personal you get, the better. Hopefully. You never know. It's just one of those things. Alright, now Pinterest. Uh, has been changing kind of how they count their likes and repins or save pins. Uh, before it was kind of just who pinned whatever post that you posted. That was a lot of P right there. Uh, and then you would get the count. Well, now it's changing where it's kind of you post something. And then who and then when someone repins it or likes it and then if from their kind of core group they it kind of is like a snowball or catch fire thing it will add to yours because before it was and i've seen this before where i one of my best uh quote pins was about three thousand repins and that was just from people going to mine and actually doing it that way now it's up to 4300 uh not 4300 sorry 43,000. Uh, repins and likes so that's a huge gain and they're just changing it around to kind of like make sure it's kind of like an accurate reading of who's actually repinning saving and liking the pins so you get a more accurate gauge on it and not just uh who's ever repinning it from your actual source so it's kind of like seeing kind of the virality of the pins and maybe kind of gauging where you should go in your strategy of it. So it's kind of a better metric for pins in general because you kind of want to know like how far reaching is it going and should I invest time, energy, and effort into this specific board or not because that's all, that's all it's about. 
spending time. You spend time on this one, you spend time on that one. So like I said before, it's a lot better way of gauging it. Uh, I like it. I've seen the change on it. Now it's only for Android and the web. I, uh, iOS in general is going to come later on. Uh, so I would look at the web stuff first uh, before you look at your iOS uh, device because it's not going to be the same until they eventually update that one. Uh, but if you're an Android user, then by all means, it's going to be the same uh, between them. I like what they're doing with this. I think it's a great idea to actually give you more of what a viral pin could look like and kind of gauge your strategy around that, especially figuring out for the best months, which is coming up. It's actually it's probably right now. It's almost about now. But the summer months are becoming the most popular uh days of the week, so the popular times, I should say, popular times to post on Pinterest. It's going to go down in the fall and it's going to rise back up in the winter because of Christmas and everything. But right now, the summer months are the best time to pin, so you might want to have your best pins already ready to go, already ready to just be pinned. And there you go. Uh, but yeah, that's what, I, that's what I like about it. I do like the new analytics for it and kind of just a more accurate gauge on who's pinning it, um, how many pins have gone through, not just through people going to your board and pinning it, but also going to other, seeing other people's board and pinning it and kind of, you know, getting those little spider web kind of graphic, if you kind of imagine it. It will tell you, and I've seen it several times where it says, I said before, one of my most popular ones that I wrote myself was 43,000 uh, likes and repins and saves as well because they kind of want them all in all right now there's an interesting infographic uh, uh from that came out of facebook uh talking about like kind of a, the summer and what people are talking about and what people are doing so in a way they are uh always on mobile basically uh, they're looking at news through it um Content that gets posted through mobile has grown 26%, especially video has grown 43%. So those are the two things that you need to understand is that you need to actually curate and make uh, content that is specifically for mobile or that is mobile ready or that is mobile shareable. Mobile, 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 mobile. Uh, but yeah, make sure that it's, it's applicable to mobile and people can see the whole thing with it. Uh, another thing is that the news feeds turn into travel logs as well. So hospitality, this is the best time for you right now. Now, on average, Tuesday was the most popular day to make travel-related online purchases, which is another thing because you might want to build your sales strategy around the Tuesdays to make sure, and this is in the UK and the US, so other countries might be different, but if you are based in the UK and the US, you might want to put... Uh, your sales pitches are on Tuesday and make it more of that uh, a third basically it says 43% spike in Facebook posts tagged with travel a third more in August and June so those two months you might want to do a big push uh, the, the for Instagram the top travel hashtags were wanderlust lust wanderlust nature adventure and uh, photo of the day so check those out. Uh, make sure that your Instagram posts have all those, one of those, two of those, whatever. But make sure they do it as well. Um, like I said, 
match your content to the calendar and make sure that your salesy type things or most beautiful pictures with your sales is kind of integrated, especially on Tuesday or Monday. Get prepared to say, hey, we've got deals on Tuesday or whatever. Or also make have sales on Tuesday as well. So coupons, offers, deals on Tuesday. Now, the most relaxing thing was running. On Facebook in the U.S., summer topics in 2015 with the most popular comments and shares was running was number one. So all you active gear uh, marketers out there might want to look out for this. And this, is, this was last year, so it could change a little bit. But running was number one. So you might want to plan the summer around running and trying to do your best to kind of gauge that. Number two was beaches. Three was parties. Four was parks and forests. And number five was movies. Uh, now, who led the conversation in running? Females by quite a bit of margin, over over more than half, way more than half, I should say. 67% of women were talking about that, as opposed to 32% of men. So women are running far more often than men were uh, last year, or they were talking about, I should say they were talking about it more. They could talk about it, they're actually different ran, because I'm not there going... Why aren't you running? Run with me. Yeah. So uh, that's another thing to look into as well. If you're going to be doing this, uh, make sure as running is more curated towards women, but not forgetting the men as well. So put a couple posts through the men. But I would say mm, largely focus it on women, but don't forget the men as well because men were a certain percentage as well. On Instagram in, the, in California, UK, and the US during summer 2015, Hashtag running was the top hashtag. Also, their hashtag was fitness, training, trail, running, and fit, uh, fam. So fitness was the number one thing for uh, Instagram, especially in California. So if you're a California-based company, this might actually be a good thing for you to do as well. Uh, so I would already get started to kick off with healthy food. If you're a food company that's that would actually pair with good running as well like an like a refreshing drink after the run that kind of like restores uh, electrolytes whatever restores that it's supposed to be healthy for it as well uh, for activewear I would do some trailblazing uh, shots paired with um, training so do some stair running paired with trip fitness so do some with fitness but you know be creative about it. Also, the older generation uh, likes summer vacation too, so don't really forget about them as well. Uh, but theirs is a little bit different. Uh, but mobile grew with the 45 plus 33 percent over uh, the 18 to 44 crowd, which is 23 percent. Um, people uh, 45 plus shared 1.4 times more Facebook posts tagged with celebrate than people ages 18 to 44 so celebration kind of that type of feeling could be another part of your strategy as well in the u.s the biggest summer topics for the 45 plus crowd was 58 percent was gardening 47 percent was uh decks slash patios and 45 percent was fishing so all of you in this industry this is the great time to have your best posts and your most eye-catching stuff and put it on there right now because that's what 
uh, the older generation is catering to, especially gardening. So if you're DIY, anything like that, that's the best thing for you. Um, basically what it is is that cater to both sides of the demographic. Uh, if you are very, if you're a fitness type of company, this is the best time for you right now because the summer months is when people start to, well, try to get back into fitness. <laughs> you know, always do it, but you can, you know, cater your uh, strategy, your digital marketing strategy, your social media strategy, your marketing strategy, your public relations strategy, whatever strategy that you're strategizing. I just really want to say strategy a couple more times. Uh, make sure that you're tailoring around those. Uh, if you're doing different de demographics, understand the differences that they talk about as well, and you know, get on that as well. For Instagram, understand that fitness is a big thing right now. It's going to be a big thing soon. Travel, this is the best time for you, so make sure you have those eye-catching or you're making those eye-catching photos for different types of places to go to because people love to travel. They certainly do. All right, Google I.O. started today with a bag. Uh, Keynote was great. Everything was great. The biggest thing uh, that marketers need to understand is Firebase. Now, Firebase is more of integration. It's an update to everything. Uh, it has analytics for mobile, specifically for mobile. And there's a lot of things that you don't have to code into your app to use which is great. And so you can find conversion rates. There's a unified messaging system. And this is all free, by the way, that they've claimed. So you don't have to, pay, you don't have to spend a penny on this. It's great. Uh, but you can do more unified messages. They have dynamic links, which is basically deep linking. And that kind of is kind of tracking where they're going. But in this way, it, it's they're focusing on less clicks. Uh, so when you are on Android and you have a specific link, it will go to the Google uh, Play Store for you to download the link. If you're on iOS, it will go to the App Store for you to download uh, the app through the link as well. Um, sharing is going to be more dynamic. It's going to be a lot, they're focusing on less clicks and more unified uh, presence for it. Now, Firebase is, is built to run with both iOS and Android, so you can run, figure out what's going on with each one, you could turn on specific conversion rates as well for specific industry. Uh, you can, like I said, you can send out messages, send them out later and have specific uh, times to send them out and then see how well they're doing. So for promotions, you can do that as well. I kind of like what they're doing with uh, Firebase. I think it's a really great way, especially with the analytics and the, uh, the close uh, integration with AdWords and AdMob uh, because AdMob will be the advertising for you as well through your app and then AdWords just to make sure you're retargeting right and you're doing everything you can to get people back on. Uh, this is also a great way to give deals to the people that in uh, interact with you the most and maybe you know convince them to share your app with other people too. So it will help you identify with uh, your audience too. I like where it's going with it. I think it's a great idea to unify it and make sure that it actually works and with less coding too which is also a great thing because I can imagine that most marketers aren't the greatest at coding and that's more for coders in general I'm not saying that they're awful about it but it's a thing to look into as well uh, so don't don't completely you know get rid of it don't completely just 
ignore Firebase. Firebase is the thing, especially if you're in the app industry, uh, to look at, to use, to utilize. It's free, so you can probably use that tool over the other ones that you actually have to pay for, which is kind of like a interesting thing, because if Google's making this free for everybody, and it's got really dynamic and great analytic tools. It can show it can show you um, what countries been using it the most as well. It can also um, change the language for you. It's kind of interesting. But the biggest thing is the analytics and finding conversion rates, engagement, uh, demographics, country. All those great things are in it. And that's a simple thing. Also testing out your app, uh, pushing out live, making sure that you can figure it out. Plus knowing uh, your conversion rate from a newer update of your app and who's actually convert converting over to it is another great thing. And the session. So... If you're a gaming app and you want to have more people play longer on it, it will tell you how long people play on it or the average time. So all these great things to understand what's going on, what the problems are with it as well. Everything is just... It, it, it impressed me. That's all i got to say. Now there's a couple things that I'm... And this is kind of piggybacking off to marketing in general. There's a couple things I was scratching my head about. Google announced two new apps, one for video calling, one for messaging. The problem is they already have a few out there. Spaces, Google Hangouts, and Google Messenger. One of them is just straight up messaging. The other one is messaging and video, and the other one is group messaging. Now, and this is for a larger problem with brands. When you put too much out there that's your own, you're competing against yourself. And I'm kind of confused on why Google is continues to compete against itself. It has Google Voice for voice messages and texting too. Uh, it has Google Hangouts for video chats and uh, messaging. Unfortunately, can't you can't upload videos, which I'm still always confused about. It has lots Google Messenger for just texting in general. And so my problem is that, and these apps are great. I think they're actually really cool. I just have a problem with they have too many messaging type things and I feel like they're just throwing it on the wall and seeing what sticks. Even though they're great ideas, you need to focus on it. What I'd rather have seen is that Google Hangouts become this and have this kind of be basically the new Google Hangouts. Instead of having two separate apps spun off that used to be Google Hangouts and they used to actually really care about Google Hangouts, they kind of went and they kind of just split off to... Allo, Allo, Allo uh, as a messaging app and Duo as the video app. Like I said, my thing about kind of the lesson behind this is that you need to make sure if you're going to do this that it's not competing against you. You're not having too many of the same types of products out there that's already can, that's kind of going to like dip into your margin. I know these are both free, but it's still very confusing to me super confusing i don't understand why they just brought out another ones and they just didn't kind of update hangouts with this because i would have actually liked that a lot better i think both these apps are great i think both these apps have really innovative ideas especially with the bigger text smaller text so the whisper the shouting so you don't have to capitalize everything uh the google search inside the app um 
just that thing as well. The duo where you, uh, someone calls you with a video chat and you can see them before you pick up. That's really nice. Like I said before, you've already had kind of those pre-built into Google Hangouts and you kind of just went, me. Google Hangouts is its own thing. We're gonna do this now. And I'm kind of like, why don't you combine them so you're not confusing the heck out of people. I can understand it and I can follow it, but people that don't really follow tech very well aren't. And they're gonna be really confused on why Google has a new messaging and video app when they said, but what about Google Hangouts? Isn't that yours? Are you not doing this? What about Google Voice? You have that and you haven't actually touched in years for some odd reason. It's a great service, by the way, love it. And it confuses the whole marketing strategy, the whole branding Kind of, kind of thing. What are you going to say? The new messaging app? Well, because you're not really replacing Google Hangouts. You're not even getting rid of Google Hangouts. Maybe they're just folding Google Hangouts into live only? I don't know because they haven't been really clear about what they're doing. They just, sometimes they just push it out to push it out. And I'm always confused. I'm like, Google, I love your stuff. Sometimes you make really great ideas. This whole new messaging system that you already have, three other ones that you have, and you just pushed out another one for groups? Why? Like, why? It doesn't make any sense. It hurts my head like no other. Um, so that's my problem with it. My whole main point is, is that if you're going to do something like this, make sure that you understand what it is. Make sure you're not competing or even gonna overtake whatever app that most people actually still pretty like and then kind of never talk about that as kind of like ooh it's new let's not talk about anything else besides I know we have the other ones but make sure your brand is defined richer than laser sighted in and understand that you cannot have too many things going on at once you just throw it out there it's Google so they can kind of do that and manage their finances that way and kind of still be okay with it but a lot of businesses can't do what Google or Apple does and do that type of thing where they just throw out apps well it's mostly Google that does it throw out apps see if it works if it doesn't work kind of never talk about it again Google Plus uh, yeah they did not talk about it whatsoever I don't I do not expect them to ever talk about that they're just kind of just gonna let it let it go let it go let it go uh but yeah make sure you know what your brand is make sure whatever product you're going to bring to the market that's new or new to you guys isn't really a direct competitor against one of your other ones or make sure it's different enough where you can see the differences the only thing i see the difference between um these is that it's newer it's got newer tech involved with it different little different innovations beyond that messaging and a video chat is kind of the essence of google hangouts and that's why i'm so confused on why they did that and just didn't say google hangouts 3.0 it's got this and this yay nope we got hello hello and we got duo oh Alright guys, what do you think about Google I.O. so far? Did you like a lot of the things they were doing? Did you not like a lot of the things they were doing? See in the comments below and I will comment back. Alright, and tune with me tomorrow. Listen in, tune in.
don't tune out because tuning out is bad. Uh, for Gamers Cafe, where I talk about all the gaming news and give my impressions of Doom. Yes, I played it, beat the campaign in actually a day. I played on medium and I blew through it. I don't know why it was that, apparently it was that easy for me. Anyways, I'll give my impressions of it in uh, t- tomorrow on Gamers Cafe and all the gaming news that's going on as well. If you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. Follow Digital Coffee on DigitalCO77EE at that's on Twitter, Facebook Digital Coffee, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast. I am on Spaces as well, so if you want to do that as well. I'm on Curse. There's a Digital Coffee podcast uh, streaming uh, system for that through Curse and through Discord as well. So there's a Game Cafe specific for that. Uh, Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast. Vine at Digital.Coffee. And that is it. Have a great day. I will see you tomorrow. Later.